Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. We have to have high expectations in order to have high achievement. If we just settle for the ordinary, we will never be extraordinary. And that is a quote by Mariana Rodriguez, a.k.a. me. <laughs> Welcome to Heart Month 2023 and our second Saturday success story. I am Anna Jaworski, an author and the mother of an adult with a single ventricle heart. That's the reason I'm the host of your program, and I'm so happy that you're here with us today. I'm thrilled to interview a very special pair of sisters in today's episode, 2023 American Heart Association Teen Impact Sisters. Today, we have two sisters who have been impacted by congenital heart defects. My loyal listeners will remember when I interviewed their mother, Jessica Gutierrez-Rodriguez. In season six, her episode was entitled, Seizing the Day with Jessica Gutierrez-Rodriguez. And in season 10, she came on the show, discovering hidden talents in our heart warriors. This is the very first time that her daughters are on my program. So with me today are Marianne and Angelica Rodriguez. Marianne and Angelica attend Great Hearts Monte Vista North School and are in the 8th and ninth grade. The girls have always been very close. Marianne does recreational fencing and is part of the National Hispanic Institute Great Debate San Antonio team. Angelica loves taking piano lessons. These young ladies have been nominated for the 2023 American Heart Association Teen of Impact Award and are competing to make the most significant impact by raising awareness and critically needed funds to support research and education initiatives. We'll be talking with the girls about their goal and how they plan to achieve it. So let's get started. Welcome to Heart with Anna, Marianne Rodriguez. Happy to be here, Anna. Thank you so much for having me and my sister Angelica on the show today. Oh, I'm so excited to be talking to you girls. You were just little girls the last time I saw you. Now you're teenagers, so this is just going to be so much fun. I want to go ahead and start with you, Miriam, because I know that you're the older sister, and I know you were born with a congenital heart condition. Can you tell me the name of your heart condition and how many surgeries you've had? Yes, I was born with a heart condition called tricuspid atresia. When my mother was pregnant with me, they diagnosed it as hypoplastic right heart syndrome. I have had two open heart surgeries. I had the glenshun at six months old and spent about two weeks in the hospital around Christmas season in 2008. Then I had the Fontana surgeon at three years old in March 2012 and spent six weeks in the hospital in Houston at Texas Children's Hospital. The second surgery was much more tough on me as I didn't think I was going to make it. I struggled with lots of fluid in the lungs. I was very young, but still remember some of it. So you do remember that second surgery? How old were you? 
Oh, I was about, let's say, three years old. Yeah, three years old. Oh, my goodness. So you were still so young, but you have memories of that. Yes. My baby was not even one when he had the fun tan. So he oh, wow. didn't remember it. But then 16 years later, he had to have a revision of his fontan. So he did remember that just like you. He had a lot of fluid retention and it was not a fun thing to go through at all. So you yeah. were there for six weeks? Yep, I was. Long time. That's a very, very long time. Okay. <laughs> so trichuspid atresia, typically we call kids like you HRHS. You've had two yes. open heart surgeries. So you probably have a pretty prominent scar on your chest, don't you, sweetie? Yes, I do. Okay. So there's no denying that you have been touched by congenital heart disease. Yes, there's no denying. Okay. Let's move on to your sister now. Welcome to Heart with Anna, Angelica. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me on the show today with my sister, Marianne. Don't you sound so grown up? Oh, my gosh. When I last saw you, Angelica, I want to say you were six. Does that seem right? I can't really remember stuff when I was little, but I believe so. <laughs> we were all at a heart walk together, and then we all went out for barbecue afterwards. Oh, okay. Now I remember. Now there I remember. you go. So that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Angelica, we know that you're the younger sister, but not by much. You girls are pretty close in age. Can you tell me the most important thing to you about having a sister with a congenital heart condition? Yeah, having a sister with a congenital heart condition hasn't been easy. We spent lots of time at the doctor's offices and hospitals. For the first three years of our lives, we didn't go anywhere. We tried to be careful so Marion wouldn't catch a cold because we know it would be hard for her to recover. And we had to prepare her for the big surgery she had at age three. We didn't even have much family visit us because we didn't want to take any chances if someone was sick. It was sure. like we lived in a bubble. I remember having so much energy and wanting to run and play. It wasn't until I got to gotcha pre-K that I had a chance to use some of that energy I had built up. You didn't run and play with your sister when you were little? Because she's a year older than you, so she had already recovered from her surgery and you were still little. You don't remember running and playing with her? Oh, no, not really. <laughs> yeah? Not really? Not until you went to kindergarten? Yeah. Okay, so kindergarten, all of a sudden, you guys aren't living in a bubble anymore. But you know that your sister has a heart condition, even though you're the baby sister. Yeah. Yeah? How is it that you knew about your sister's heart condition? I was like very little at the time, but I actually didn't really know. I didn't understand what was like going on because I was very young, but I had a feeling that something was going on because sure. a lot of my family was worried. And then if they were worried, then I was worried. So mm -hmm. I just felt like something was going on. Yeah. Parents don't really give children credit sometimes. They do pick up on our moods and they pick up on hushed voices or they just know that something isn't quite right. So you knew something was up with your sister. Did you ever notice that Marianne had a scar on her chest, but you didn't have a scar on your chest? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah? Do you remember talking to your mom or your dad about it? No, I didn't really talk about it that much, but I did know that 
something was going on with Marianne. Okay. So you girls lived in a bubble. I totally can relate to that. Frank and I had two children, just like you all have two kids in your family. Our kids are not quite as close in age because you girls are just a little bit over a year apart, right? Yes. Yes. My kids are three years apart, so that's a big difference. And Joey is my heart-healthy kid, and he was born first. So I don't know if he remembers having to live in a bubble and not really being able to have friends and family come over. When do you remember all of a sudden your friends and family could come over and they could start having big get-togethers because you are a Mexican-American family living in San Antonio. If there's one thing I know from having lived in San Antonio myself, it's that the Mexican-American culture is full of fiestas. Isn't that right, girls? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. I live there. That's where I got my bachelor's degree was from Our Lady of the Lake University. And I had a lot of friends who were Mexican-American and they know how to party. So when did you girls first start to notice that friends and family could come over and you could go over to other friends and family's houses? Do you remember how old you were? Yeah, I would say it was like about four years old when we really started going because me and Angelica both had our first Chicago trip. When I was four years old, she was three years old. And that's when we could really go out. Because okay. I know that when I was three years old, the only place that I was permitted to go to was the hospital. Was it a children's hospital or were you at university? How is that a children's hospital? Okay. So at least the children's hospitals are a little bit more friendly for kids. Because my child's older than you because my child's an adult now. And there was no children's hospital in San Antonio at that time. So we went to university hospital, which, you know. It's not too far from where you girls live, I don't think, but that's for grown-ups. Yeah. But they did treat children there once upon a time, 28 years ago, which was a long time before you were born. Yeah. Okay, so you were four years old, which means that little Angelica was only three when all of a sudden your family felt like you could live a more normal life. Is that right, Marianne? Yeah, that was right. It was like, instead of to get better from my recovery of the surgery, and I know it took a very long time, especially to catch up on my learning milestones, which I have missed. And I'm still trying to catch up on them a little bit. It just takes a lot of practice and hard work just to get to where you are and where I am to where anybody is today. Home Tonight Forever by the Baby Blue Sound Collective. I think what I love so much about this CD is that some of the songs were inspired by the patients. Many listeners will understand many of the different songs and what they've been inspired by. Our new album will be available on iTunes, Amazon.com, Spotify. I love the fact that the proceeds from this CD are actually going to help those with congenital heart defects. Enjoy the music. Home Tonight Forever. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions expressed in the podcast are not those of Hearts Unite the Globe, but of the hosts and guests, and are intended to spark discussion about issues pertaining to congenital heart disease or bereavement. You are listening to Heart to Heart with Anna. 
If you have a question or comment that you would like addressed on our show, please send an email to Anna Jaworski at Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. That's Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. Now, back to Heart to Heart with Anna. We learned at the top of the show that you ladies had been nominated for the American Heart Association Team Impact Award. Marianne, can you tell me how that happened and how you feel about it? It just so happens that we fundraised over $2,000 last year for our other school and in just a couple of weeks for the American Heart Association Kids Heart Challenge. Our teacher at the time, Ms. Carrie Adami, was a teacher sponsor, and she and the local AHA rep were shocked that we did so much in such a short time frame. That was April 2022 when Angelica and I got called into the American Heart Association office, and we were told we were being nominated for the Teen of Impact Award for 2023. Wow. That's yep. amazing. That's just amazing. Were you shocked? Yes, we were. <laughs> okay, so you're pretty young. 13 and 12 at that time. Yeah, 13 and 12. And you were told that you were being nominated. Okay. So, Angelica, were you surprised to also be nominated for the award? Yes, I was very surprised when we were both nominated, but we didn't do anything without the other. It's like we're twins. The (laughs) fact that we're only 14 months apart means we're very close. When we were younger, everyone thought we were twins. Now people think I'm the older sister because I'm taller. You have such a grown-up voice, Angelica. I believe people think you're the older sister. So how do you feel about working on this award with your sister? If you guys are like twins, is it just natural for the two of you to work on something like this together? Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's pretty natural working on something like this. It makes me really happy that because my sister has a heart condition and doing something like this to promote a CHD, it makes me happy because it will help people with a tricuspid atresia and there'll be more like research on it. Exactly. That's what I love about what you girls are doing. So, Angelica, what a great little sister you are, that you care so much about your big sister, that you want to help raise awareness of congenital heart disease. I think that's amazing. And Mary Ann, you're like a poster child for this program, aren't you? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) My heart warrior never wanted to be a poster child for what I was doing. So I'm impressed that both of you have taken such initiative to do something to raise money for the American Heart Association. So tell me what you ladies have planned to raise awareness of the American Heart Association and congenital heart disease in general. We have many activities that we're planning with our team. Our dad has helped put together a website, which you can all go to called OneHeartOneFight.org. You can read about our blog, read about our family, see pictures of us in action with our team, and of course, make a donation to our campaign. Wow, oneheartonefight.org. So your dad made you your own website. Yes. and That is so cool. We will be holding some events we will advertise on our website. But most importantly, we want people to know that there is a collaboration between the American Heart Association and the Children's Heart Foundation to help fund research projects that focus on a better understanding and treating congenital heart defects. 
which is the most common birth defect in the United States. Yes, that is so important. That is so important. A million years ago, when the Children's Heart Foundation first had a chapter in Texas, I was the vice president, and I was lucky enough to have worked with them long enough to see the American Heart Association join forces with the Children's Heart Foundation to raise money to fund really important research. So I'm so glad that cooperative partnership is still going on, Marianne. Yeah, it's actually very good. It really is. Now, when I was part of the Children's Heart Foundation a long time ago, the American Heart Association was willing to match up to $1 million. So if the Children's Heart Foundation raised a million dollars, the American Heart Association would match that so they could spend $2 million on congenital heart defect research. Do you know what the relationship is with the CHF and the AHA right now, Marianne? I don't really know much about it, but I know I could try to get more information. But all I know is that they synergize together and the two organizations are excellent in what they do and doing this together makes them even stronger. Absolutely. We're always so much stronger when we work together, which is what makes you working with your sister the perfect team. Yeah. Okay, Angelica, what have you got under wraps with promoting the American Heart Association and the Children's Heart Foundation? Yeah, so I'd like to share with the group our first event we have scheduled, which is Sunday, February 26th at the Maple Street Biscuit Company from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Quarry location in San Antonio, Texas. The Maple Street Biscuit Company is known for helping people in their community, and we are glad they have offered us this day and time to invite our family and friends to come join us for good food and a chance to make a donation. Go to oneheartonefight.org for all the details. Awesome. Okay, so friends, if you're on your exercise bike or you've got your dog out for a walk and you're listening to this podcast, don't worry. I will have the link to the ladies' website, oneheartonefight.org, in the show notes. And all you have to do is just click in the show notes to be able to see their website. That is such a cool event. So you'll be meeting at the Maple Street, was that Biscuit Company? Yeah, yeah, it's a biscuit company. I've never heard of that company before. So tell me a little bit more about that company. Well, actually, it was mine and Marianne's first time going there yesterday with the group. And I only tried one biscuit and it was really good. What kind of biscuit did you try? Do you remember? It was just a plain butter biscuit with some hot chocolate, a cinnamon hot chocolate. And that's perfect because you don't want something too sweet when you're drinking hot chocolate, do you? No. Okay. So they have good biscuits and they're supporting a really good cause. And you didn't even know them before and they were willing to step up to the plate to help you ladies launch this campaign. Yeah. I think that speaks highly of the Maple Street Biscuit Company, don't you girls? Yes, it does. Yeah, and we're able to put up flyers in the restaurant now because my mom was talking to the manager and she was willing to put up the flyers 
And he's going to make a donation box for everyone to put their money in. So that way they can donate to the American Heart Association. That's wonderful. So even if they can't come to your event, they can still make a contribution. Yeah. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect or CHD community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Heart to Heart with Anna is a presentation of Hearts Unite the Globe and is part of the Hug Podcast Network. Hearts Unite the Globe is a nonprofit organization devoted to providing resources to the congenital heart defect community to uplift, empower, and enrich the lives of our community members. If you would like access to free resources pertaining to the CHD community, please visit our website at www.congenitalheartdefects.com for information about CHD, the hospitals that treat children with CHD, summer camps for CHD survivors, and much, much more. Let's talk about the goal that you ladies have set for yourselves. How much money do you plan on raising for the American Heart Association? Well, we set our goal at $25,000, which sounds very ambitious and crazy to some, but we knew we had to set that bar high. $25,000, that's a lot of biscuits. Yep. (laughs) Wow, why did you choose that amount? Just as Charles Kettering said, high achievement always takes place in the framework of high expectations. We have to have high expectations in order to have high achievement. If we just settle for the ordinary, we will never be extraordinary. And that is a quote by Mariana Rodriguez, a.k.a. me. (laughs) I love it. You are absolutely right. You do have to set your goals high. That's a huge amount. Do you already have some money that has been donated to get you started? Yes, we do, actually. But we're trying to get to our goal, like we said. And it's going to take a lot of work for that. But hopefully we can do it. And I know we can do it. Now, tell us the time frame that you have to earn this money, ladies. It'll be kicking off from February 3rd to April 6th. And every week, we have to have a achievement which we did like this week we did the maple street thing february 26 is the maple street biscuit company that's yes. what you just told us and then you have another event planned for right after that i think so i'm not sure sir we try to get in contact with the hard rock and see if they would try to do an event for us but hopefully we can go into some businesses and get more contacts then i'm pretty sure we'll be able to have a ton of events Have you considered going to places like The Twig, which is a local bookstore? When I released my book, The Heart of a Father, The Twig Bookstore in San Antonio, which is an independent bookstore, let me do a book signing. And they were awesome. They were so sweet and so supportive. I really think you should check out The Twig. All right. We could try to check that out. 
I hope they're still open. Unfortunately, because of Amazon, a lot of independent bookstores have closed. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I know that one had moved right before I had my book signing. They had moved to a new location, and it was a sweet bookstore. And they had a little puppet theater in the back where the children's books were. And they would do puppet shows for the kids. It was such a sweet bookstore. I hope it hasn't gone out of business. So check out the twig. I think for something like this, checking with local businesses usually yields better results, I think, than corporate businesses because they get yes. bombarded by so many other events. So That's I true. would yeah, I would definitely recommend checking with some of your local businesses in the San Antonio area. Yes, we'll definitely check those out. Okay. So what advice would you have for other heart warriors who want to take part in the American Heart Association Teen Impact Program? The advice that I have for other heart warriors wanting to take part in the Teen Impact Program is that you have to have the opportunity, and when you do, jump on it. There is nothing more <laughs> impactful than one going through the experience who is directly impacted by CHD to be the one to champion the challenge. We are in charge of our own future, and we are the ones who have to be at the forefront to make a difference. We are one-of-a-kind individuals destined to be visionaries and change makers. However, it's deeper than just joining and fundraising a campaign. As Heart Warriors, we need to make sure our voice is heard, whether it's championing a new law or bill or speaking up at your own doctor checkups. We are in charge of our own health and our future. It's up to us to make things happen and make an impact. I think you're absolutely right. And I'm so proud of you for saying that because you ladies do have a chance to make your own path, don't you? Yes, we do. And you're encouraging other people who have congenital heart defects or who have a sister or a brother with a heart defect to champion the cause just like you ladies are. And I think that's brilliant. So, Angelica, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in taking part in this program? I've learned that nothing comes easy without hard work. My That's family true. works hard to make sure me and my sister are successful in whatever we do. We have six more weeks to reach our goal of $25,000, and we've been doing something every day to stay on track. We have also met some very nice people along the way, who want to help us, and we're grateful for that. There are many ways for companies and businesses to assist and all have something to offer. I have also learned that the American Heart Association has many resources to help patients and families affected by heart disease. That's true. They have a lot more for people with acquired heart disease than they do for congenital heart disease. But maybe with people like you ladies, taking part in this kind of program, they'll learn about the significance of congenital heart disease as well, and they'll produce even more information. So I think that's really great that you ladies are involved and having a chance to speak your piece and to let them know about congenital heart disease. Thank you so much for coming on the program today, ladies. It has been so nice catching up with you. Thank you, Anna, for having me and Angelica on the show today. I really enjoyed talking with you and hope to see you sometime soon. I know. I already made plans with your mom to come see you next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Thank you, Anna. We are very grateful for you for featuring us in your show and helping us spread the word about our fundraising campaign and the lifetime opportunity we've been given. Remember, everyone, go to oneheartonefight.org. Perfect. Well, that was just perfect, ladies. You are so professional, sounding. I know my husband would agree. My husband's a producer today, friends, and I'm sure he's just beaming because we've known these young ladies since they were very small and they're so grown up right now. I'm so proud of you girls. Well, friends, that does conclude this Heart Month 2023 Saturday Success Story. Please tune in tomorrow for our Heart Dad Sunday program. Have a great week. And remember, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you have become inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart community. Heart to Heart with Anna with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard at any time wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode is released every Tuesday from noon Eastern time.